Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Good morning. It's Saturday morning in a very silent Soho. You're listening to Dock and Roll Radio on Soho Radio. My name is Karen Shook. I'll be your Karen for the next hour. And we have a great show lined up for you today. But first, who is that you say that you just heard? That was Olivier Lessard or Olivier Lessard, uh, if you're English. And that was Choral. And uh, I'm obsessed with this record. Olivier is from the Beauce, um, south of Quebec City, the largest maple syrup producing region in the world, FAC fans. And I couldn't love this album anymore. Uh, one of the best things is the album title is En cité arrêté pissé sur la route Cumberland, le vent soufflait doucement. We stopped for a piss by the side of Cumberland Road and the wind was blowing softly. Check that record out, Olivier Lessard, and that was Choral. Coming up next, we are going to have a guest, not quite in studio, but uh, on the airwaves, uh, thanks to the magic of WhatsApp and uh, my fantastic producer. We're going to be talking to Raul Nino Zambrano, the creative director of Sheffield Dockfest. Sheffield Dockfest, annual public and industry thing going on in Sheffield this year from the 14th to the 19th of June. Our connection, well... A lot of great friends there, a lot of great documentaries. Um, Raul is programming the Rhythms Strand this year, which is music documentaries. And one important connection we have with them is that we premiered Paul Singh's first film, Invisible Britain, back in 2015. And this year, Paul is opening Sheffield Dockfest with Tish, a portrait of British documentary photographer Tish Murtha. Congratulations, Paul. What a great way to open Dockfest. So who's, who's Raul? Well, in addition to the guy who's going to be bringing us some great music documentaries um, this year at Sheffield Dockfest, he used to be senior programmer at the International Documentary Festival Amsterdam, where he started as a programmer in 2008. And while he was there, he conducted a groundbreaking study on the position of women in the documentary world called The Female Gaze. And very relevant for Pride Month, he initiated the IDFA Queer Day um, in 2013, and that's still going on. So he's curated a lot of programs at Sheffield Dockfest, including Emerging Voices from Southeast Asia and Cinema do Brasil. And he's been a juror in many international festivals, including Hot Dogs in Toronto and Dock Point. Um, but he wasn't always a film programmer. In fact, uh, he, um, after studying media and culture at the University of Amsterdam, um, that was a bit of a career break. Before that, he was an engineer specializing in wind energy. Okay, I've told you all about Raul, so when you meet him in a few minutes, you'll be all set, and we will be hearing about what he has programmed this year. I'll give you a little hint. Listen to this track. Mm -hmm. 
Scrub is a guy that thinks he's fine and is also known as a buster. Always talking about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass. So don't I don't want your number now. Wow, that song's got it all. Oh, the voices, the production, the melody, the timeless feminist insights. It just gets better. That was TLC, No Scrubs. You're listening to Dock and Roll Radio on Soho Radio. My name is Karen Shook and my guest this morning, the Supremo. Can I call you the Supremo, Raul? Raul Nino Zambrano, <laughs> creative director of Sheffield Dockfest. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Really looking forward <laughs> for the conversation. Yeah. So, so listen, hon, you were an engineer specializing in wind energy. How do you get lured into music documentary festivals from that job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of in my old past. But right. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Uh, at some point I was an engineer and that at some point you realize like, okay, I really have, do I really want to keep in this track or do I really want to do something that fills my heart and that I feel comfortable? And yeah, that's when I decided to study film studies. And, right. And then did a lot of programming, and and now I'm the creative director. So everything <laughs> went from one thing to the other. But it, it was mostly this love for documentaries that yeah. was always always in me. That, that basically that was it. Yeah. Okay. Quick question before we dive into Sheffield Dockfest. If you had to tell me one music documentary that blew your mind, what would it be? <laughs> oh wow, 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 wow! You want to think um, on that? I can get back to you. Yeah, no, I, no, I mean it, it's always good to to go immediately. But I think searching for Sugarman made oh, make, yeah. make a big, really made a big impact. Also, in in the way music docs were done as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's this this rediscovering, but also um yeah make making making a big story about it and uh, yeah yeah and i and, i mean it, the, the story of is of course amazing but yeah. i think the director also did a very good job putting absolutely. putting the pieces together absolutely that that idea that a music documentary can take you on a journey and that the filmmaker is discovering something as they're making the film it's quite and it and it made a huge difference to sugarman's career right Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah unbelievable. But also this rescuing of, of stories, mm. and even, even of music, you know, like, and, and, and the ability to even reshare the music that may, may have been forgotten. Yeah, it, it's such an incredible medium. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you were a real groundbreaker at IDFA, International Documentary Festival Amsterdam. Um, you were pretty, you know, you had some experience in the music documentary world, but it, it, it's a big thing to take on an established film festival and say, I'm going to make these changes. I'm going to do this study on women in the documentary world. I'm going to start Queer Day. Did you feel like you were you were given the opportunity to make changes to an established institution? That's not always easy. It's not indeed. But um, yeah, I think, I think when, when you put your points and you kind of uh, can convince people and mm-hmm. And I think the, the responsibility of festival is also to pay attention to what is happening. So, well, right. I, I was, you know, at the right time, right place. And yeah, they listened to me. It's, and, and I think uh, I did a good job. And again, it's, a, it's like I always see it as a really re- listening. You know? Okay, what is really happening around us? Can we make changes? Will that also experimenting? You know? Just mm-hmm. be, be open that things can be changed. And, and maybe it's not a good move, but 
why not trying? And yeah, I, especially these things I, I, I did at Itzfa were really, really interesting for me. And, you know, when when people see that, that you are passionate about something, then, mm. then then they really give you the the path and, 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 and the abilities to do it. Yeah. yeah. So you're now at Sheffield Dockfest, uh, Amsterdam to Sheffield. For people who haven't been to Sheffield Dockfest, tell us about it. I know it's a big industry affair, but it's also aimed at the public. Um, what's, your, what's your feeling about how it's received in Sheffield and what difference it makes there in terms of exposing local people, not just industry people, to great documentaries? Yeah, it, 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 Sheffield is very special because it is this. Um, well, first, it's our thirtieth edition, so wow. there is a, you know there is thirty <laughs> years already doing this. Um, mm-hmm. But it has this thing like it's, it's kind of uh, hyper local by all hyper hyper, hyper uh, international. Right. Um, when you ask internationally, like, okay, name five documentary film festivals, they will always, always name Sheffield, which is really amazing. And um, they really rank us as, as one of the best documentary festivals in the world. And we receive all these wonderful films that really, really want us, to, you know, to have their world premiere at, uh, at Dogfest. So it's a mix of uh, kind of prestige and also the opportunity to to network. And I think that's also what, what Sheffield is very well known of. Um, it's kind of small in size and mm-hmm. everything is very, you know, you can walk from, from one venue to the other. And a lot of people comes really to pitch their films and to, you know, to find co-producers, to find co-financing to, uh, and to work into their new projects. So it's it's a mix of showing new films, meeting people that may help you to, to, to get into your new project and in a kind of a very easy, safe environment. Uh, everybody will, you know, you will really look at everybody mm. on the streets and you will find each other. We have only one party each night where everybody ends up. Uh, we have only one pass. So, you right. know, we, we, we are very accessible. Um, but it's a mixture as well that yeah we 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 connect also with with the region and with with Sheffield itself and um, and that's one of the things that has been always very successful by us like the music documentaries really really uh, hit in like mm. you know like our, our our opening film last year was this David Bowie film about um, Moon Age Daydream yeah that, 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 that was mm-hmm. that was really a big thing and that was really really good so yeah it's um. We, we, as I say, I'm also very much listening what is happening in in the city, and right. uh, yeah, Sheffield has this beautiful culture um, and knowledge and and you know love for for music as well. So yeah, that's why our trance, these trance rhythms, is always making making a good uh, impression in, in everybody. But yeah. it's indeed at the end, it's, it's a mix of public and industry. So and that's what we want. I mean, both are connecting with each other. So you will find these filmmakers coming from Ecuador, China, uh, being around, but you will also find these, you know, big broadcasters and streamers trying to find you know, their their new content. So Mm. it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a very good mix. Well, let's talk about the rhythm strand in a few minutes. But one thing I wanted to say was, um, obviously, you'll probably know that a lot of the films uh, we premiere at Dock and Roll or that we show in our annual uh, festival in November and around the country, a lot of the filmmakers are first-time filmmakers. Uh, passion projects, you know, people uh, crowdfunding, learning the ropes. 
Um, what do you think, um, Sheffield Dogfest, you, you talk about networking and stuff, but we all know uh, or have heard that there are industry events where people go and it's like there's a VIP thing happening, but you're not invited. You're trying to meet people, but you can't. It must be really daunting for first-time documentary makers to try to get the support and even just the feedback they need. Um, is that something you're really committed to? Definitely, definitely. And again, it's a it is it's a harsh world, and mm. uh, and any any a lot of competition. Um, I think what what we are do doing well is that we we kind of set up the the tools yeah, and we kind of bring people together, and then it's up to you know to the filmmakers, producers, and to really match themselves is definitely intimidating. Yeah. But the way we promote ourselves and the way we try to do things is to feel you know to make people very welcome we tried always to talk beforehand with uh, people that just started and uh, and they want to pitch their film you know like like we really okay this is this is what you can meet here this is how you have to be prepared you know right you can you can find somewhere even in a hole but you have to be prepared that if the question comes that you can really <laughs> promote it and sell it properly so but yeah it is it is it is not easy it's um and i think uh, you know Public funding is also not not getting that right. well. Streamers are not taking uh, as much as before. Broadcasters are also not taking as much as before. Um, but I think uh, focusing on the passion of the filmmakers, you know, and when you have a good story, there is there is plenty 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 of options. And the the other thing I'm always telling to to first time filmmakers, you know, like even being around and talking with other, even watching only films, watching mm-hmm. different perspectives. And, and just meeting a producer that maybe at that point is not the right match, you will never know. There are plenty right. of, uh, of things that happen that uh, are not directly happening or having a consequence, but for the future they may have. So that's that. I think that's also what, what everybody's taking. Of. And that's why a lot of people is coming back because they realize, oh, wow, oh yeah, this is the place to be. And you never know how things will develop. But yeah, I, I think you always have to give it a shot and, and really try. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's I, I, I cannot deny it. It is intimidating. Yeah. yeah. My guest today on Dog and Roll Radio is Raul Nino Zambrano. If you're just joining me, he is... The Big Tease, the creative director of Sheffield Dogfest, and we're talking about the 30th anniversary, and also we're going to hear about the Rhythm Strand. There's some amazing music docs uh, coming up this year from 14 to 19 June. Um, in terms of career development, I was thinking as you were talking, Raul, about you know making connections, as you're saying, that, that will work down the line. We are so chuffed that the festival is opening this year with a very good friend of Doc and Roll, Paul Singh, whose uh, first film, Invisible Britain, was shown by Doc and Roll back in 2015. And hey, he's gone on to make some amazing films, and now he's opening Sheffield Dockfest with Tish. Tell us about that film. Can you give us any little advance hints? It sounds like an amazing subject, Tish Murtha. Yeah, of course, of course. And again, uh, you know, every year is kind of the big, big question, what will be the opening? Mm. Because, you know, an opening film is saying a lot of things, uh, you know, about this kind of a business card that you're putting out there right. <laughs> to, to what is happening in the festival. But it was it was beautiful. I think Paul, Paul has been, you know, he has been also uh, making films with the help of what our industry has been doing as well. He's even, um, uh, he has a film in our mid-market this year as well. In, uh, so 
there is there has been a connection already right um and then yeah he was working on this this beautiful thing about the about this photographer tish morta um who was really in the 70s you know groundbreaking and um, making really documentary photography amazing amazing work um but yeah you know working class uh, artist uh, photographing working class which was not that easy. And you see, you know, how, how complicated it is for an artist to break through. Um, and I think he did a very, very good job. He's, you know, he, he, he talks with her daughter and, and that's kind of the, the line when, in which we, we go through all um, the stages in which he was f- photographing the you know, cities and communities. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it's, it's very, it's made with a lot of empathy. And I think it says a lot as well, you know, about the region, about an artist, you know, trying to break through. Um, and I think he puts a lot of uh, effort in the storytelling. There's a, you know, and also beautifully, beautifully uh, edited. And, and, you know, the music is also amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, it's, it is kind of gems that are, it's, it's very well packed. And, and it's very inspiring. And for us, yeah, for us, it was really important to to give this opportunity you know, to Paul because we are, we are really proud that he's someone that has been also uh, part of the festival. You know, we are 30 mm-hmm. years and we can see that, you know, like, wow, this this is someone that has been uh, part of the festival already. Um, and I think this connection, you know, having a story about you know an artist from the north as well that 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 was also important for us so it was like but again for me also as a a director is uh it has to be a universal film you know it's it's absolutely not a local film the storytelling you know there's a lot of people also around the world that will really connect with the story wow Raul, we're going to hear another track of the three you chose, another hint about what is coming up in the Rhythm Strand at Sheffield Dockfest this year. And after that, let's come back and get stuck in, find out what you're screening in terms of music docs this year. Let's do it. There is a big nostalgia for the 80s, 90s and the zeros. And um, yeah, we have the world premiere of the WAM documentary, which uh, we, we see in the George Michael and Andrew Richley. And um, yeah, it, this one is very special because you get a lot of, lot of unseen footage and it gets more more than going into you know all all the big stories and all the things that you can get about both of them and and uh, separately it is about these two young men who had a dream and just starting making music and develop into something that i i ha- i don't think they even imagined <laughs> they could, it could develop into that and it's 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 yeah it it has this beautiful sweet but also you know very a comforting view of uh, yeah if you have if you have a dream and and, and if you are in good hands and then yeah and it, it's really two good friends you know moving forward and making music which is what when they wanted to do so it's a we are very very proud of that one because you know it's really a big film it has been in the making for a long time 
Um, and yeah, as, as we just heard, Cindy Lauper, we have let the canary sing, in which uh, we have a, you know, it's it's a big, uh, it's, the, uh, it's an interview that we have with, with Cindy, and then we go, you know, back and forth through her career. And yeah, it also amazing to look, I also find it very, very comforting to look back, uh, you know, at pop icons, um, because th there are specific moments that maybe not everybody knows about them. I think seeing the, as in this, specifically with Cindy Lauper, you see that um, uh, there was something about her personality and how she was uh, portrayed in the media that was not quite right. And then you can actually hear her, you know, what happened and like that she actually was not feeling that comfortable, you know, how hard it was for her also to break through, that she was very young in, in such an industry as well. She she made big, bold um, decisions even about, you know, her the way he she she dressed up and um yeah you realize like wow that all, all these um choices have made such an impact and uh, looking back is always amazing and yeah she's it's, it's very also vulnerable and and open and also like things like you know how, how her music but also her statements about you know supporting lgbtqi plus communities it's such an important thing just really to look back and how um this, you know, the responsibility as well you know, of, of pop icons to really engage into things, and she did it, and and, and it's it's really it's, it's really touching to see that also in in a film. Plus, of course, uh, wonderful uh, concert scenes and 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 anecdotes that that makes it. Yeah, it's 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 a wonderful trip also <laughs> through through his through memory line. Um, yeah, in the other, for example, yeah, the other song that that that, that we heard from TLC, yeah, yeah, as, as you can imagine, there is something that everybody still connected. It's it's so funny uh, when 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 we selected the film, I came to the office and I said, okay, listen, everybody, we got the TLC documentary. Oh my God, the whole office went <laughs> went down. No way. Oh my God, this is amazing and. And again, full of much younger uh, um, uh, people working with us. But yeah, you see that you know they have made really a big, a big, big impact. Still, people is listening to TLC, and um, and it's beautiful also to see you know how the you know in in, in this one in particular, yeah, three three women of very young women of color in a moment in which was really not done, and they were also very bold in the way they wanted to. To, to write their songs, to add some kind of rap in between, and it's R&B, and well, it, and the way they were also uh, dressing up, you know, like it was really, really challenging at the time. And yeah, you get the time to, okay, let's let's reflect on that. And it, it's, it's beautiful to, to take that look back. And again, also wonderful uh, footage from, from concerts and from travels, and uh, but also very vulnerable. They lost one of their members, so it's just also, you know, there's, it's very, very, very sad at some point, but you you realize also what the power of music can do, you know, for, for fans, but for themselves as a, as, a, as a band as well. So, yeah, colorful, yeah, it's, um, it's this nostalgia, I think everybody <laughs> will, will find a way uh, to find the nostalgias of the 90s and, and, and the 80s. Um, but again, it's not only about pop icons. Uh, that that's also the good part of having you know a music trance. We we have a film that is called Maestra, in which we we follow five female conductors of classical music, um, 
and it's yeah, it, you know, like the film Tar was was very popular in 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 the in the in the, in the fiction world. You, you really follow five wonderful women, really, really, you know, very focused, you know, and it's a it's, you know it's a competition kind of competition film, but it really brings another layer. And again, it's not only because they are women, but it's also, you know, how passionate you have to be and, and you know, how they are still, you know, moving forward when they have to really um, break the, the glass ceiling. And, you know, it's a continuous fight, but music can make things so wonderful. And and, and, and it's, it's beautifully edited with, with these five women, you know, you see them at home and you see them, you know, the, with their families, but then, you know, how they really interact and, and that connection, there is something very magical in that, being in that position at the center and connecting with an orchestra. And that's beautiful to see, you know, like these moments in which, you know, every silence, every minimal movement of the, every finger can mean so much. It's, um, yeah, it's very, very powerful, very powerful. And one of the, one of the, one of the women will be also at Sheffield. So that's also like, wow, <laughs> we are very, you know, you will see the film and then you can even talk to, to one of the contestants that you, that, that you saw in the film. Yeah, this is this is also a very special one. Um, with all these big uh, television contests and music programs, um, yeah, you, you, we see you know we see the the, the journey of, of Dalton, which actually you know even even being the winner, it became kind of a sad story in the way. Um, because he's from from Jamaican origin, and Jamaica was really really harsh on social media and things like this. This person cannot represent us because he's gay. And actually, you know, a lot of you know uh, very traditional groups in Jamaica were saying like, you know, we 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 cannot see him as representing Jamaica because we are totally against the um, LGBT groups and we 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 don't feel any resonance with that. But but really really harsh. Um, and then you realize, you know, like even even winning such an event can can have so deep consequences for for himself as well. You know, like you know how how am I approaching the media now? So we see that journey, and um, and what you see here is also the you know the healing power of of storytelling, but also to following people. I think that the the film is very honest into following him and trying to to know him a bit better uh, and give give a view that, you know, being a young person of color, even winning a, a big event have a lot of consequences that for some people will not be very obvious, but that can be, it's a, it's a, it can be a hard journey. Um, and I think he, it, it's, it's, it's beautiful to just to share that journey with him. And he will be also at, at, at dog fair. So I'm, I'm really, lo really looking forward to have the conversation. I think uh, it was also very humble for him to, you know, to, to open up also for a film because it's not, it was not easy. It was definitely not easy. He was, he was really, you know, finding himself afterwards as well. It has been a a tough journey, but I think I, I can imagine that this film will, will help him, but also the community and, and, and a lot of younger musicians to see that, you know, that, yeah, we, we have to be true to ourselves and that no matter how, crazy the media and, and other people can react on things the, there is a way to move forward and I think music can also be uh, especially for you know for artists that are related to music the music can be really helpful for that as well 
and also not easy to, <laughs> you know, for documentaries, it's always much easier, you know, like, like, you know, the, like the TLC or Cindy. I mean, there's so plenty of things to, to take and to talk about, but here you really have to listen. You really have to follow properly. Okay. What, what, what am I telling here? And why is this important at this moment? And I think this, this film also made a, made a good job. And we have also, for, we have also another film that is called Uncharted, um, which is also, I'm, I'm, based on a recent story, and this is a, this is a workshop that is led by Alicia Keys, and she's only inviting women uh, of color to be part of it. So it's kind of a retreat somewhere, and they just have to make music, but they are only women and only women of color. And there is something really impressive when you see this you know, the, the, what is happening in such a room. And again, also the, the whole crew is also women as well. And you realize, you know, that when we talk about safe places and the, you know, like how, how things can really develop better or, or, or can really help. When you see all these women talking with each other and really making um, choices, you know, but, and again, it was a producer and a writer and, um, you know, uh, a piano player, but they are all together and they just have to make music. That's the only thing they have to make. And it's unbelievable how when in this process, so you see this beautiful creative process and you realize in all what they are talking like, wow, if we, I'm just feeling so free now because uh, every time I was trying to do something with another male producer, it, it, it was just a wall and they will, I, I never felt hurt. And, um, uh, you know, they realized all these things that were not helping the creative process and, that's what actually it has to be. So it's so beautiful that Alicia just, you know, put it together and say, no, let's, let's really give it a chance. And it's, it's amazing. It's really amazing to see that. And again, something more about this time, um, but also impressive. The first sentence when I was writing the assessments for this film, like, wow, I have it. Why are we not seeing this kind of environment more often? How come is this is the first time that we see women of color making music and being in such a safe place. Wow. <laughs> let's please, please keep this going. Let's make this workshop everywhere in the world because it's uh, it really makes a difference. So yeah, it's, that's also, also listening to what is happening at the moment indeed. Just go to our website, uh, chefdogfest.com, uh -huh. and you will feel, you you will see we we have the you know the competitions and the strands is quite easy and they just just plan it. And um, we have the big crucible theater this year when a lot of the music dogs are also playing there. So Fantastic. Uh, there are definitely still tickets, but um, yeah, don't take wait. a look. And, and yeah, exactly. And, and uh, as I say, you know, our, our tagline this year is sparking curiosity. I think that's the, that's the important part, you know, open yourself, navigate the program and there will be something that resonates with you and just buy a ticket again into that world. I think that's the, that's the best that the, that documentary is doing at the moment. And that's for us as a festival, that's the best that we can offer. Raul, thanks so much for joining us. Please come back next year. Tell us what's coming up in 2024. Sure, sure. <laughs> thanks we'll do, we'll do. Thanks a lot. We'll wave goodbye to you with Wham! The absolute boy and his best friend, yes, George Michael, Andrew Ridgely, 
Wham! with Heaven Stood Still. Why were we playing that? If you've just joined us, you don't know what I just heard from Raul Nino Zambrano, creative director of DocFest. They are going to have the world premiere of Wham! Very, well, to say it's an eagerly awaited documentary, <clears throat> bit of an understatement. Sheffield DocFest is running from the 14th to the 19th of June. Tickets for, yes, the actual public, still available. One of the great things about Sheffield DocFest, not only an industry event, but like Doc and Roll's annual festival and all our screenings, yes, it is open to the actual public and music lovers. So check out Sheffield DocFest online and tickets should be available for that. And before that, um, when we were talking to Raul, we heard Cindy Lauper and TLC, both of which are going to be subjects of documentaries at the 30th Sheffield DocFest. But let's get stuck into what Doc and Roll is showing. So we got a load of stuff coming up. Uh, on a recent program, I talked to Alessandro Ugo, the director of a film called Free, about the free techno party festival movement. A fascinating scene, one that I knew very little about. That's techno with a K, by the way. Uh, we've got some more screenings coming up um, in not just London. Yes, there is life beyond London. We've got a screening at Rio Dalston on the 9th of June. Um, tickets still available, but don't hang about. And what better place to see it than the Rio Dalston? We're also screening it in Bristol at the Cube on the 11th of June and the Broadway in Nottingham with our mates at Dock and Roll Nottingham on the 22nd of June. All of those screenings are with the director. Alessandro has some amazing stories and the profits are going to be donated from these screenings are going to be donated to the musicians in question. Oh yeah, wait, I forgot. One more screening. For those of you in Birmingham, we've got a screening coming up at the Mockingbird Cinema on the 27th of June. Similarly, it's going to be a great night uh, for those of you who know about the scene and also those of you for whom it is all new. Check it out. What else have we got? John Satrinksa and the Spirit of Ibiza, born... Is that, is that right? Ibiza? Ibiza? Um, born Balearic, a great film. I talked to John, I think, last year when we showed it uh, via streaming. Um, but now um, it's going to be in an actual cinema, kids, on the 14th of June at Everyman King's Cross, a great cinema, Central. And that's the actual UK in-cinema premiere. Director and DJ John Satrinksa is going to be doing a Q&A. He's got some great stories. Gotta be sad. And a free after party at Supermax Bar with, hey, an up-and-coming DJ named John Satrinksa. So if you want to know what they're hearing on the beaches of the Balearics, you can hear it in central London. That's in collaboration with Spiritland. Great venue. I really recommend this film. And we're going to close, actually, with um, close the show in a little while um, because I have to leave you um, with a track from one of John Satrinx's, um playlists um, on Spotify. If you want to know what kind of stuff he plays, wow, it's incredibly eclectic. Actually, we're going to be hearing a Royksop track, but I'm getting ahead of myself. What else? So not just Nottingham, not just Bristol, not just London, but we've got some screenings uh, in Boston. Uh, Doc and Roll continues its inexorable move across the Atlantic. Um, and in Toronto, yay, shout out to the Canadian Massive. We'll be screening Heaven Stood Still, The Incarnations of Willie DeVille, which was one of the standout films in Doc and Roll um, 
Brooklyn a little while ago, a sellout with lots of people from Willie DeVille's Life Attending. So that's going to be screened at the Regent Theatre in Arlington in Boston on the 29th of June at 7.30. By the way, there's no test about this. You can check the website for all these details. Um, Also... uh, in Toronto at the Paradise Theatre on the 27th of July and actually two screenings there. So definitely those of you who may be listening, again, probably because it's it's quite early in the day, you may be listening again on the via the Dock and Roll website. There'll be a chance to see this absolutely gorgeous film about Willie DeVille. Oh, what else can I tell you about? The 5th of July in Bristol, coming back to the UK. Some of you may recall a great film we screened last year, um, Trip, A Journey into the World of Psychedelic Sight and Sound. We've got a chance, and where better to be showing this than in Bristol? That will be screening on the 5th of July at the Cube Cinema at 8 p.m. Again, you can get links for tickets and more details about this fantastic film by a first-time female director uh, on the dockandrollfestival.com website. And speaking of the DockandRollFestival.com website, as I often do on Dock and Roll Radio, Dock and Roll TV. It may be a time of year to get out in the sun, but it does rain some days. And I got to say, Dock and Roll TV is a lifesaver. Streaming, video on demand, an amazing collection, uh, a ton, I think over 60 now. Sorry, I should have checked before the show. Of brilliant music documentaries, many of which we've shown in previous Dock and Roll festivals, um, available online for silly, tiny money. Um, watch it when you wish. Um, let me just run down a few of them. In a Silent Way, a Talk Talk documentary, brilliant, mind-bending film by a Belgian filmmaker who tried to make a film about a band that didn't want a film made about them, and the end result is absolutely beautiful. Courtney Barnett fans, we've got Anonymous Club, a fantastic film about her early career and some insights that you might not have expected, as well as all those great songs. Imogen Heap, the queen of the digital era of creation and a Grammy award-winning engineer, I think you'll find. Um, And that is everything in between the story of Ellipse. What else? The Rest is History, The Early Days of Jungle and Drum and Bass. Now, that's a film that Doc and Roll has screened in a load of places. Huge response to it. Really fantastic look at the scene. And speaking of repetitive beats and electronic music, Laurent Garnier, Off the Record, another huge success and really well-received documentary that we've screened in cinemas in the past, and you can watch it at home. Who killed the KLF? I don't know. I suspect they're not actually dead. Uh, We've got the film, again, via Doc and Roll TV. And, oh, back to electronic music, Manchester Keeps on Dancing, another Another of the greatest hits of the Dock and Roll live canon. But there's a ton more, absolutely a ton more from Al Green through to, well, a bunch of other people. So I hope I hope you've been listening. I hope you've been noting the fact that we have a lot of in-cinema um, in events coming up. And if you are a first-time filmmaker, please don't forget to check the Dock and Roll website about how to submit your films um, for Dock and Roll's um, 10th, 10th, yes, 10th festival this October, November. I believe there is still time to submit. Um, and you can do that um, 
via um hmm, you can get a link to it via the docandrollfestival.com website sorry i'm just getting excited at the thought of this tlc documentary so i think we've got just a few more minutes i am going to let you hear the fabulous willie deville this is heaven stood still then i'll come back and say bye As a tear fades away And the dawn dries a lover's eyes